kings and queens what's going on and welcome back to another episode of kicking it with k of course it is your girl kayla also known as what your favorite life coach yep you guessed it right and today i am super excited about my co-host that is joining me for this episode and it is none other than the trey scott the i like the and the Trey Scott. Not everybody gets a the. Kind of just. Yeah, I mean, everybody is in worthy of the right. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is funny, but Trey Scott, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Awesome. What's new? What's old? What's old is what's new. Okay. <laughs> busy. Busy. busy how how's how's work been going? Crazy. We're just crazy. So we're, we're making it, you know. Um, adulting is overrated. That part. So, um, I'm, you know, you always wish to be back when you didn't pay bills. Exactly. And, when life was simple. Right. 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 So, but with uh, with complexity comes growth and comes new knowledge and comes mm-hmm. learning and. Um, ultimately comes impact so that's what's up well I am surely glad to have you here on the mic today um so I'm not gonna prolong the time but I want to go ahead and jump into this conversation um so last week you know I came and I um did the episode of stepping out and I was just literally talking about most for the most part using my workout journey and just some simple things that I learned and was focusing on last week Um, as it pertains to certain things so like switching up your language about how you talk about your situation um changing up your method you know trying something new if you want to see results you gotta sometimes do some do stuff that you normally wouldn't do and then of course like changing up your energy about it um and I went on this whole thing about peace um so I've been in the area to where like God has really been dealing with me about some things just like you know regaining my peace like re um regaining your time regaining your peace that whole thing so that's where that episode was birthed out of and so today I want to talk with you because you know once we become unstuck once we start stepping out into those things that we were called to do and now that we have a piece about it we got to figure out how to keep going in on this journey and so briefly while me was talking we talked about you know we got to tap into that thing so I want to spend some time talking um about that whole area of really tapping in and moving forward with whatever that thing is i think as i mean your last kind of month of episodes um once you go through all those steps individually like intentionally go through all those steps Mm -hmm. i think it becomes easier to tap in because Mm -hmm. you find your source and you find that that uh like i said that that root of it um but for those who have skipped steps it becomes it's a little more difficult um, I mean, because there's a process to this thing, and so when you skip steps, um, I think. Well, let me say this: I think in you being intentional about each step along the way, yeah, your source will 
constantly be that reminder as you take those steps that's true i think you hit it right on the head when you say you know it is a process um with everything so sometimes you just can't um really go full-fledged into something but you really have to like trust the process of everything um i remember my first sermon that i actually did was called trust the process and it's just like you know in those moments like even though you can't really see the big picture you have to um be content and be at peace with the pieces that you do have and making them work together so that you can get this big picture um and starting there I think like the the verse where you're a lamp to my feet, a light into my path, like I think a lot of people skip over the lamp into my feet and like what that actually looks like. And that looks like okay, all I can see is one step in front of the other. Right. So I have to trust that the next step, like I'm going to be okay. Um I can't see thirty feet down um the path. And so um like you said, just just be intentional about that process and and walking through that is super important um as you working to tap in and as you're you're working to find that that source of your peace right so like when we talk about um finding this source of peace and when we're talking about tapping in um just thinking about like your whole journey and your whole process of some different things that you have been through um and for me personally in order for me to tap in it all starts with my mindset like I really have to change the way that I'm thinking about something um so where where does tapping in starts with you tapping in starts I mean for me I think from that initial okay this is what I'm going through this is the struggle I'm having this is the the, the quicksand that I'm in mm-hmm. um, after realizing where I'm at like okay how do I get out Yeah, and that how do I get out okay like I need to find a rope to get out of this quicksand or I need I need to find like grab this branch or something like that mm-hmm. um and whatever I reach out for, that's my source. Um, and for everybody, it's different. I mean, like, I think for me, I mean, even now, it's something I struggle with. I mean, yes, the the church answer is Christ is my source. Like, right. But at the end of the day, we also have to have something tactical or tactile and, and physical that helps us. I mm-hmm. mean, for some, it may be golf. Um, like for you, it's your lip glosses, like just that collection of right. it, and like that that comfort of okay, you making your own, like is that source for you? Yeah. And I think in that physical source, God speaks the most. Yeah, that is um so true. So it's kind of like looking at an umbrella effect. So you have Christ as the main source, and then from Him, He gives you all of these different types of resources. Right. But in order to actually make your resources work for you, you got to realize what you got. Right. Um, and I think that's a lot of why it's kind of hard for people to really tap into um their calling or their give or to tap into that thing that they want to do all because they really don't know what they have in their hands right. and you know what's around them um like you said like you're in this quick saying and you're reaching for that branch uh whatever that branch may be but you gotta realize that it is branch. Uh, you know yeah, right absolutely. so and a lot of times we don't realize that and um i think that's like a good place to start um 
realizing that you're in this situation or realizing like what it is that you want to do um i'm very keen on you know write the vision make it plain so everywhere that i go i got notebooks everywhere so i'm constantly writing down what it is and once you write it down then you go into okay i got this person that's in management or i know this person that's over in this area then you start reaching out and making those connections building relationships those become your resources and then you move forward from there i think going back to you writing the vision making it plain i my perspective on that has always been like okay i need to write down like i want this i want a car i like i want this item um i want to achieve this goal but I was watching an interview or a conversation. Like I love watching like interviews, conversations. I mean, even sermons. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one was with uh, Michael Todd and which Rich Wilkerson mm-hmm. um, of Voo Church and Transformation Church, and they were sitting there talking. And Michael Todd was talking about how he wrote the vision and made it plain. But he, him writing the vision was him drawing out drum set in ninth grade, mm-hmm. and you writing your vision isn't just okay i need to write words out sometimes it's okay let me take this picture and put it on my wall so i can see okay i want this one day like that house that you want to build or that family that you want to have like this is what like god you've put on my heart this is what i i envision this is what i see when i close my eyes this is what i picture um it may not just be words it may be pictures it may be drawings it may be little sketches um, or maybe a chair in your in your office that okay this is where I want to be. This chair reminds me constantly. Okay, this is where I'm going. This is where I want to be. Um, I'm able to see that. So yeah. I think that's that's super important. That's that's really good. That's really good. And I I thank you for bringing out the point that you know when you are writing the vision or you're seeing the vision, it definitely doesn't have to be anything that you have to like really write out but it can be those pictures it can be um a simple reminder it can be a bracelet it can be whatever it is but you know just something that you can have that tangible reminder that every time that i see this it makes me think about where i want to be i think it's it's I think that applies that concept applies to so many things i mean we're both christians so our source and our 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 um most of our illusions come from the christian Mm -hmm. base but um but i think it's it's that applies to everything when we hear um treat others how you want to be treated it doesn't necessarily mean okay i want somebody to open the door so i want to open the door for them like it, it it's so many things that okay when we hear that concept that idea that that principle it doesn't have to be applied in one singular way it can be applied in so many other ways um but the goal is ultimately for you to get from point a to point b if you slide to the left and then slide to the right and then run that's your choice or if you just run straight there that's your choice whatever works and helps you out um i think is is the source and that's why you have so many hobbies out there that's why you have so many clubs so you have so many organizations for people to join for people to be a part of for people to um, act in and that's why people why people have different hobbies that they truly enjoy like Mm -hmm. i mean you can sing your heart out 
but mine needs to stay in the shower. Like, right. I mean, it's and as much as I enjoy it, I mean, it just that's what needs to happen. Right. Um, and so uh, I think that's super, super important as and, and as people go on their journey of tapping in, finding those things, finding how you what applies to you the best way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's probably one of the initial steps and finding your source to tap into right and i will add to that and just say that you know once you find your thing and you start to tap into it you always gotta remember that everything that you go through in life is kind of like a trial and error type Mm -hmm. deal so the way that you enter into that process of tapping in may not be the way that you finish or that may not be what your middle looks like so you gotta remember that um there there are going to be some things that you will have to switch up and i talked about this um in my last episode um is that you know sometimes you got to switch up your method because Mm -hmm. you can be getting results by doing what it is that you're already doing but if you want more if you want to feel it more if you want to see it more you got to do something a little bit different so don't be afraid to change or or if you want to get to the level that you dream about getting to right what you're doing right now is not sustainable for that level right that's that's so true like you got to do more you got to keep moving if you want to achieve that higher thing absolutely because we sometimes get complacent and we get stuck Mm -hmm. because we get comfortable and it's just like you can't get comfortable don't don't get too comfortable with being comfortable and i think um that's something that i um had to learn growing up is that you know with everything that you want to do or with everything that you have a goal or a vision for, you can't get too comfortable um, because things are always switching. We in a world that's revolving every day. So things are bound to change in one way or another. So you got to be ready to move when it's time to move. And you can't let it really catch you by surprise. Like you got to make up in your mind that, okay, if I'm going to do this, then I know for a fact, I got to be ready to move when it's time to move I think about um, and this may be weird but I'm thinking about um, kickball the game of kickball right (laughs) follow me so the game of kickball let's say that we're on the same team and I just kicked the ball I made it to first base and you're up next so me and my team we have this strategy whatnot. so when I hit the ball, I hit the ball like far left or whatever the case may be. So I had just enough time to make it to first base. But they're still running trying to get the ball because they wasn't prepared for it. So now I have an opportunity to actually still a base if I wanted to but I gotta make sure that I am strategically planning if I'm gonna do it while other people are distracted and if it doesn't happen then of course you come up and you kick the ball and we make it do what it do but it just goes to show that you know you gotta be strategic you gotta plan because what God has given you or um, whatever has been laid on your heart you got to go in with the plan, but you also got to be cautious 
and aware of what's going around with your surroundings as well because everybody think you just um, want to be this business owner. They don't really know your plans. So when you kick that ball out in the field out there like that, they wasn't expecting you to come with such a mighty impact or with a mighty force that it catches them by surprise. You want to catch them by surprise and not catch yourself by surprise. And then while you're running, it's great to have those coaches that while you're about to catch them by surprise, those coaches are encouraging you and guiding you. As you're being yeah. strategic running through first base, there's that coach right there saying who is able to see what you cannot see and notice what you cannot notice because you're focused on your goal that they let you know, hey, you need to proceed or you need to stop right here because mm-hmm. you stopping right here is saving you from that bankruptcy and saving you from getting hurt and that saving you from that perceived failure. Yeah. But... And, and so you're safe, but sometimes it's, okay, if I stay safe, I miss an opportunity because I was not listening to the people in my life that helped guide me, who helped lead me, who have are, again, able to see what I'm not able to see right. because I'm focused on first base. They can let me know, okay, it's safe to proceed to second base. Mm-hmm. And you have an opportunity in second base that you normally would not have. Um, so I think that's super important. Um, yeah. I love that kickball analogy. I, I might have to... to Listen, you can definitely borrow it. I really didn't know where it was going, but hey, I made it work. Right. I think. Right. (laughs) But yeah, I think that's like really good. So tap in. Like what for let me ask you this. What what's something that for you that you had to realize? What was that journey like for you when you realized your source? Um again, I mean, yes. Us as Christians, our source should be Christ. And that's a great church answer. But at the end of the day, us sitting there praying doesn't necessarily rejuvenate us. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't give us more energy. Um, I mean, and again, for people who are introverts, that may it, it may because you are more introverted. You're more to yourself. You're, that silence and that alone time is super important for you. But for extroverts and people similar to myself and similar, similar to yourself... Sitting at home puts you to sleep. Right. Me, me just sitting there is I'm not spending time with God. I'm not being rejuvenated. I'm, I'm sleep. And so, what was that journey like for you as you learned to tap in and you found your source of of rejuvenation, your source of joy, your source of peace. So for me, it was more so of me asking myself, how bad do I really want? Mm what I want you know type deal and you know if you really want something you're gonna do your best you're gonna put your best foot forward to get what it is that you want because you really want it and I think that was something that I had to realize for myself is that you know how bad do I want this thing how bad do I want to reach people or how bad do I want to whatever xyz so I had to realize that and then it took time um me actually putting in the work to actually study to actually research what it is because we can say oh I want to be a news anchor okay what's your plan right. what what does it take to be a news anchor just because you're good on camera doesn't mean you're a good news anchor exactly so it was just like you know had to really research what it is that I want to do and then actually put it into play like actually walk it out really um 
And even with that, it was like baby steps with everything. Mm-hmm. So, okay, this month I'll do this. Right. Next month, I'll add a little razzle-dazzle to it to see how it's going to work out. And then, you know, build from there. So, I think it's just, like, really taking your blocks, um, even taking, like, your stepping stones or whatever you have and seeing how how do the pieces fit together um, to make what it is that I want to do right. and make it work for me. Because the way that it may work for you is not going to work the same for me. Absolutely. So, it's really figuring out your... Your road. What I do on Caleb Boulevard ain't the same as Absolutely. Trey Circle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, that part. I gotta make that happen. Trey Circle. We gotta Trey Circle, come on. We gotta make that happen. Trey Circle, let's get it. That's a, I, I think, I mean, this journey, again, for everybody who's listening, like, it's, it's, it's one where you have to be intentional. I don't think Definitely. any growth comes accidental. Right. Um, I think tragedy comes accidental. I think missed opportunities come accidental. I think um, those moments where you look back, that's where the growth comes. Like in the moment, it may feel discouraging. In the moment, you may feel like you failed. Mm-hmm. But I think the only way that growth actually comes is when you look back and you notice the the growth that you actually had. I mean, yeah. I think I, I related to like relationships and when you get cheated on, like it's, it's a tragedy and you, you're upset and you're hurt. Mm-hmm. And most of time you're not able to get out of your own head, right. but it's not until you look back and you notice I, my, one of my favorite movies called collateral beauty with mm-hmm. Will Smith. You know, it's the collateral beauty in it. I mean, in that movie, he, the preset of the movie, he loses his daughter to cancer and he's in this funk He's, he's, I mean, just, he's a vegetable in life. I mean, yeah. no cell phone, no power to his apartment, <clears throat> no sleep. He's just sitting there. He's a zombie. And he has three friends and business partners that um, essentially hire a private investigator. And they hire these actors to be love, time, and death. And love, time, and death come visit him because he wrote letters to love, time, and death. Mm-hmm. Love saying that. He for love for forsook him and that um, love abandoned him. Time like he wished that he had more time with her. Um, so he's mad at time and death. He wanted to trade himself out for death so his right. daughter could live. And so love, time, and death confront him. He's he's taken aback mm-hmm. because these random people are coming to visit me. Uh, while at the same time he's going to a um, grief counselor, a child grief counselor, yeah. and so he's in the group. And just over the movie, he he learns that he learns that like there's collateral beauty in that tragedy. There's there's something you can learn in that tragedy. And I mean, in the movie, they not to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but it's a like five year old <laughs> movie, but. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But in at the end, like the grief counselor happened to be his his wife that they got divorced, mm-hmm. and the letter he wrote is, "Can we be strangers again?" And so sometimes in our journey, we have to be able to be strangers to that tragedy. We have to be able to like look back, look step away from the feelings, the emotions. My counselor always says, "Put the facts on trial yeah. and remove the emotion. Put the tracks facts on trial." And okay, we have to be strangers to our tragedy, to the, to the pain that we cause others and the pain that we cause ourselves. 
um, to restart, to rejuvenate. And in the end, he's able to learn and to grow and to cry out and to grieve that struggle um, because he is able to look at the collateral beauty. And so for everybody, like, please be intentional while you're going through, if you're able to be intentional while you're going through what you're going through, while you're you're trying to tap into your peace and find your source of peace, like, please be intentional about that. And please, like, that's the only way growth is going to happen. But mm-hmm. if you're not able to do it, you go through it and you fall, you fail, you struggle, you hurt. Be intentional about looking back yeah. and seeing the collateral <clears throat> beauty in that struggle, in that failure, in that, that fall. Um but I think the source of tapping in, the only way to tap in, the only way to find your source, for those who don't know their source, is to be intentional. Yeah. And I, that intentionality comes growth. Yeah, I think um, intentional is definitely the key word. Um, and just to go back and talk about the whole growth piece, I think one thing about the beauty of just life in itself is that, you know, you you can go through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like every day that we are living or every day that we have breath in our body, it's like another day for us to go through. Absolutely. It's not a day for us to just be stagnant or to just be at a standstill, but it's a time for us to go through. Mm-hmm. And one thing about humans is that we're going to go through like whatever your through is you're going to go through it but the joy in it is that you're going you're not stopping but you're going and that just teaches us that we have to really um handle ourselves with grace um we we definitely don't give ourselves grace we're definitely not patient with ourselves and it's just like you know if we handled ourselves with grace the way that we handle other people or the way that we handle other situations then we can be a little bit more intentional about how we i don't mean that's probably my biggest one one of my many flaws mm-hmm. is that I give more people other people grace before I give myself grace. Exactly, and and that's the struggle. I I love how you you um, what you just said because my mom every day like I mean pretty much we talk almost every morning every mm-hmm. day, and her saying is have a great day or have a great meeting or have whatever, um, but if you can't take a nap. Mm. And for me, that says, okay, we're going with the intentionality to be happy, to have, to be good, to be at peace, to have that joy within us. Mm-hmm. But if in that moment we can't, okay, like give yourself a break. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, like exhibit that grace. Yeah. Like, okay, like let me just take a breather. Um, because I think as we, for those who feel like they can't just go through and that they're not going to make it. You taking that breather, you taking a nap, you taking a break, maybe the best thing for you. I mean, I've definitely eaten sleep for dinner a couple of nights in college, like, yeah. and that hunger and that discomfort went away because I took a break. I took a rest away from it, right. um, but I still persevered through. I think that is so. That is such a valid statement to make. Um, take that break. Take that rest. Find whatever it is and make it happen for you. So, like, sometimes, like, when I just don't want to 
deal with anything. I love Sudoku puzzles. So mm-hmm. I have the Sudoku app on my phone. So like when I just need to get away or I just need a moment, I'll play a few games. Or I'll just put my um AirPods in and I'll listen to music. Like I'll sit by myself and like have that time with me a lot of times we don't like to spend time with ourselves so we get lost in all of the sauce that's going around we get lost in other people we lose our identity because we don't take enough time to spend time with ourselves and then we get to a place to where we be like I can't do this or I can't do that um I remember talking to somebody and that was just like my work schedule is loaded and I don't have the time to do this I can't do that and I was just like um you do you have the time but you gotta make What's a priority? Yeah, we know going to work is a priority because you need that check. You need to secure that bag. But you are also a priority, too. And it goes back to what I wrote on a sticky note from a while ago. Is that, um, what did it say? It says, time is valuable, but so are you. Um, what are you... Are you making the right investments with um, your time? So when we talk about making the right investments with our times, it's also talking about making the right investment with our time with yourself. Because if you're not spending time with yourself, then it's going to make it so much harder for you to figure out the simply the simple things in life mm-hmm. how to love how do i show love to somebody else how do i reciprocate that love from somebody or how do i want to be treated going back to that treat other people the way that you would like mm-hmm. to be treated how do i display those things i don't know if i'm a stranger to myself mm-hmm. you know absolutely so absolutely that's that's great you say that like what you're saying and that I think it's important as people, like, as we take that nap, as we take that break, as we, like, take that breather, mm-hmm. to not live in it. Like, yeah. it's a nap for a reason. A right. nap is not a full night's sleep. A nap is not a, a coma. Because a lot of people, <laughs> your, naps, your naps are full night's sleep. Um, taking eight-hour naps, goodness. <laughs> um, if the nap gets good, then the nap can switch over to, you know... No? Yeah, but then it's not a nap anymore. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I think it's like just that that moment and not living in that that comatose state mm-hmm. um, is super important because I think a lot of people. I'm, I mean, I've been guilty. Of, I think everybody's been guilty of it at yeah. some point in some aspect of their life. Um, become complacent in that that quote unquote. I'm not gonna say peace, but that quote unquote. Um, stillness. Yeah. That there's no action involved. Mm-hmm. There's just the God. I want you to please do this for me, and if you do this for me, I'll do this. And then they sit in their hands and look up at the sky. When when that's not reality. Yes, exactly. like you prayed for this podcast to grow. You you prayed for this podcast to be a piece, a, a source of peace for you, and a source of outlet and a source of impact. But it also took you actually buying the mic to actually get it going. Right. I mean, it took you getting the software to to be able to edit. It took you like finding, reach out to guests to actually guest on um, and co host on. So I think that's super important. I mean, don't live in that piece and, and over COVID. And this is something that I mean, me and Pastor Little have talked about before. Is the the so what now what like that's something I 
a good friend of mine. He was coach of wrestling team, and his saying for one season was, so what, now what? Mm-hmm. Like, so what had happened? So what? You went through it. Now what you're going to do? It, yeah. It's not your responsibility, or it's not your fault necessarily what happens to you, but it is your responsibility how you respond to that it. That is true. And if you respond to it, and you tuck your head, and you tuck your tail, and you sit there, that pain is going to dwell even more because it's going to sit over you. That's true. But if you take one step at a time, if you have that lamp onto your feet if you for me is if you look onto christ um and you find that other outlets like i mean sometimes i need to just i'm not great at golf i can't i have not made it through 18 holes yet Uh-oh. <laughs> but get those nine holes in right get that two and a half hours of my phone being on do not disturb and only my parents and the close ones around me are able to get through that gives me that peace and I get to yeah. listen to the birds and I get to see the trees I get to see the leaves fall I get to smell that grass and it gives me that okay God like talk to me mm-hmm. and although my swing may go wide left I know I got another ball in the bag right. and I can sit drop down <laughs> but I'm still able to listen to, to him and tap into him and just tap into that 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 nap yeah. that is super important so thank you mom don't can't have a good day take a nap right shout out to miss debbie for instilling the wisdom right we thank you for that but i think that's like that's really good that's like really good what what does your recovery look like i think that's something that i am growing through right now Mm. um because i think we're we're in such of a grind culture, especially young among young people mm-hmm. that and people our age, like your twenties, your um, that you have to grind right now. Like this is your grind time. Like yeah. if you don't grind right now, like it's, you're not going to make it. And um, when I went to college, a mentor of mine, he gave me some advice that I didn't completely listen to, but his advice was if you work for four years. You can play for 40. Mm-hmm. But if you play for four years, you're going to be working for 40. And I think it's super important that that in this young time of, okay, like we're still in our quote unquote four years of of growth and our four years of working, mm-hmm. that we, ne- like, we not let the grind be a grind. Um, we, we not let that grind wear on us, but right. we actually work it. And when you work something, it's kind of like dough. You when you're working it, you're slowly like moving it and folding it in, and eventually it becomes from flour and water to dough. Yeah. And you add a little yeast in there, and you let it sit. And while it's sitting, while you're taking your nap, while you're resting, that yeast is growing and activating, working your mind is going here. So when you wake up, I mean, I've had times where I woke up and okay, I have a new revelation. Okay, I I got it. Yeah. Like. Uh, that yeast is working for you mm-hmm. but when you grind when you're trying to sharpen a knife little pieces of that knife come off yeah. and that that little those little pieces hurt the knife initially yes it's sharper yes it is a better tool but pain came from that and like hurt came from that but when you have dough and you're just weeding it and you're just mixing it in mm-hmm. that it's still growing as well and that yeast is working for you and so I think um, tapping in for that is is um, that tapping is important, and I'm 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 still working on that. Like, I mean, I'm still trying to figure out. Okay, 
what works for training. Yeah. What does training need? I just, I mean, about a month ago, two months ago, I just moved into my like first apartment by myself. Mm. Um, which um, I don't like the first of the month at all. <laughs> but, um, but first time, like I don't have roommates, and so yeah. I'm used to that energy being in the house. I'm up late at night anyway. Mm. Um, but only there's energy in the house. Like there, there's some somebody breathing in the house with roommates that I've had in the past. Whereas now, if nothing's on, like and I'm just sitting there, like it's nothing. Yeah. And so um, I'm still learning what that looks like for me, how that works for me. And mm-hmm. um, so trying to figure that out. So. Yeah, that's what's up. And you'll definitely figure it out. Everything is definitely a work in progress. Absolutely. And um, before we get off this episode, but I want to talk uh, just briefly about what you just said about, you know, you just went from having roommates to now you know having all that high energy because i have met your roommates and you know the energy is definitely there it's definitely live but now you're in a place to where now it's just you and you have that quietness that isolation um a lot of times we don't like to be in isolation because we don't know what to do Uh in the quiet moments because when we are in those quiet moments our minds start to raise and you're hearing your inner being yeah. <laughs> like take over and it's just like why are you so loud yeah. why are you so loud I would say Trey is cool but Henry inside is I don't like listening to him calm down like why are you talking so right. loud and it just goes to show you that you know your silence can be just as loud as you voicing um, whatever it is that you want to say but we got to learn how to get to a place to where you know that inside voice isn't like too loud but we can hear it because right. we need to hear ourselves and it's not threatening right yeah. like I don't know I just started reading a book called Whisper by Mark Batterton mm-hmm. and uh, Whisper How to Hear the Voice of God because like I think in that that stillness for me, it was a lot of Henry. Um, by the way, I'm the third, so Henry is the alter ego of Trey, the, <laughs> the professional guy. Um, but um, Henry was speaking very loudly, and but what he was saying was very muttered and jumbled, and could not be. I could not understand truly like all that my mom was going through because for the first time, like again. There's that silence. There's that stillness. Yeah. Um, and so I so just started reading this book, literally just cracked it open like this week. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was like, I need to, yes, I need to hear myself. But I need to hear God in this as well. Yeah. Um, because if I don't, me just listen to myself isn't always in the will of God. Right. So. That is so true. That is so true. I'm enjoying this conversation. Absolutely. It's awesome. You got to just. I don't know. Tapping in can be like one of those things that it it really takes you. It's like a roller coaster. Absolutely. Like it's exciting. It's a little bit of your nerves all over the place, you know. But at the end of the day, it's all worth it. Absolutely. So I and think it looks different for everybody. Keep that in mind. Yeah, it it will definitely look different for everybody. That's similar as. My dad and I are 
among a lot of things, even how we react, facial expressions we make. Mm -hmm. I'll call him like, I don't like you and just hang up because I like I'm sitting in my car and I do something that he always did when I was growing up. But like even for him and I, like his source and his tap in is different than mine. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just because somebody else is tapping is is one thing doesn't mean yours has to be that way. And right. if your tapping in is working out and their tapping in is working out, their tapping in may be CrossFit and yours may be bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. It's still working out, but it's done in two different ways. Yeah. Um, and so be encouraged that if you don't see anybody else around you like tapping in the same way you are, it's okay. It's, right. all, it's all right. They're not you. Um, <laughs> exactly. So, um, super important. Exactly. Well, listen, Chase Scott, I really do appreciate you for coming and having this conversation with me about tapping in. It has definitely been, um, it's been a really good conversation and I truly appreciate you for it. But before we um, close out this episode, is there any final words you would like to leave the kings and queens with? Um, I Just what I just kind of just said, just be encouraged that what works for you works for you and works for other people works for other people um but at the end of the day i mean for me my life motto my life saying i i it's everywhere in my house is my goal is to do better to um be great and to impact someone and so i encourage everybody to say Awesome. Well, kings and queens, there you have heard it from the mouth of Trey Scott himself. And listen, until next time, you guys be great. Thank you guys for coming and kicking it with us. Um, of course, I am your girl, Kayla, also known as what? Your favorite life coach. And with that being said, we're out. <laughs>